today's topic is Facebook. Now, sino sa atin dito ay may Facebook account? Did you know that Facebook and Twitter are going to merge? Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, they're going to call it Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, YouTube, Twitter. They'll call it you twit face. <laughs> twit face. So, you know, it started just in a college dorm room. It started just uh, in Harvard about seven years ago, this month, seven years, seven years old. Ang, ang and nowadays, there's more than 500 million people using Facebook all over the world. And it's not just the college students. Now it's grandmother grandmothers. <laughs> it's uh, politicians, artists, you know, professionals. It, it, it's not just in America. It, it's every country. It's worldwide, every culture, every religion, different peoples. And why is it so popular? Bakit nag-boom at naging so popular that even dito in San Fernando, La Union, Region 1, Philippines, almost 100% of a congregation like this is checking Facebook. Yung iba, wala pang computer, pero may Facebook. Wala pang cellphone, pero may, may Facebook. So, uh, how did that happen? Bakit ganun ka-popular ang Facebook? Well, it's because Facebook offers something that people really, really need. Did you notice that? It offers community. Com is a word that means like co or com. It means with, together, with. And union or unity is the oneness. So it's being together with one purpose. Being together. Community is nakikipag-ugnaya, nakikipag-together with one another with a certain interest in common or a purpose in common. And that is one thing uh, that Facebook offers. So you have your interests. And it's doing life together. Community is really doing life <laughs> together with others. And God created us for intimacy with other people. God did not create us to be lonely and alone, but to have community with each other. Doing Sunday, we take the Lord's Supper. And did you know that we, in the old days, we called that communion? We used to say, have you taken communion yet? Every Sunday, we take communion. We take a piece of bread and a, and a cup of wine, and we eat and drink of the body and the blood of Jesus because we are in community base sa ating relationship kay Cristo. It's a community of people who are saved. And the New Testament says, when you take the bread and the wine, don't do it without discerning the body. Don't do it na parang wala lang. This is my own individual thing. I'm just me. I have a relationship with God. No. Paul says you need to discern the body. You need to consider your brothers and sisters. That's why we come together to take communion. We don't just stay at home and eat some sky flakes and drink Coke. We come together. Different people, different ages, different backgrounds. But we're together with one Savior and one Lord, one baptism. This is so important sa ating church family. And Facebook is when people can interact, kahit globally, kahit nasa ibang bansa, interact. Even yung mga very shy type, sa face-to-face, -face, hindi ka gaano ka nagsasalita. But sa Facebook, nako, malakas ang loob mo. Mag-post, mag-comment, madaldal ka. And it's like you became a different person. Once you log on to Facebook, iba na ang personality mo kaysa sa face-to-face. -face. <laughs> iba na ang personality. You're a different person. So I just want to share with you today the thoughts about this that the Lord put on my heart. Now, I'm not against Facebook. Actually, I had one. I tried to delete it. Ayaw magpat-delete. So, parang if you can't beat them, just join them. So, I, I have my opinions about Facebook. Pero sasabihin ko to, it's not bad, it's not good. Depende lang sa paggamit. 
Parang yung internet. Internet is neutral. It's not, uh, the internet itself is not bad. And it's not good. It's just a tool. How will you use that? Same thing with Facebook. And today I want to share with you some danger zones in using Facebook. Na dapat maging very alert and very aware, very discerning. Letter A, John, is danger zones in using Facebook. Did you know that there is a very real spiritual war going on every time you log on to Facebook? Hindi mo akala and you're entering a war zone. And you need to be aware of that. It's innocent. Everybody's doing it. No harm. Did you know that if you think that the internet and Facebook is just innocent and you're safe, then you are very unaware of the danger zone that you're in. Delicado ka. Because the most dangerous attack is the one you don't see coming. Right? The one na hindi mo nakikita, yun ang pinakadelikado. And the weapon that can hurt you the most is the one that you think looks innocent, harmless. Okay? So you might say, well, what's the big deal? Facebook, everybody does it, must be right. <laughs> If you think, well, everybody does it, there's no harm, then guess what? You're on the slippery path to unawareness. If you are not careful, if you are not aware, then you're going to be in a danger zone and you don't even know it. Let me give you three zones, not very dangerous. Number first one, number one there is the lies of your fantasy. There are lies. Facebook can bring to your mind and bring to your life lies that feeds your ungodly fantasy. boring ang buhay natin. And so we love to watch movies. You can buy one DVD with, I don't know how many, 30 movies or what. And just for 50 pesos, you can watch for the rest of the month and watch movies. And you can escape while you're watching that movie as if you can escape to that land, Hollywood <laughs> or wherever, you know. And you can even, it's like your life is going into the movie. Ikaw ay isa sa mga characters doon. And we love to escape reality. Something like, well, dito sa reality, I have no friends. But there, in Facebook, I have thousand friends. So we would prefer to go into the fantasy world and dream of having thousands of friends. And many of them are online right now waiting to talk to me. And they want to talk to me. And they're online and they're reading about me. And they like me. Fantasy. And if you believe the lie, you're in a danger zone. Maybe in reality, ang pagtingin mo sa sarili mo is you're not beautiful, you're ugly, and you're not attractive. But in your fantasy world online, you're attractive. You feel attractive because ang nakikita nila is just the top. Sa profile pics hanggang dito lang. So you can hide what you look like in reality, and you feel a little bit more beautiful online. You ever feel that way? And you feel that in your fantasy world, everyone admires your picture. And that's why you post 175 profile pictures. All close up of your face with a good camera angle. So, palaki ng ilong mo. And you Photoshop and touch up makes it look a little bit white. So, maybe in your real world, you feel like I'm a nobody here. And you feel I'm unpopular here. But there, in Facebook, sikat ako. I got my own web page. I got photo shoots. And everyone there likes me. 
pag nag-comment ako at anim ang nakalagay na like, nag-click doon na like, I'm popular, I'm somebody, I'm noticed. So be aware because it's a danger zone when you're living in a fantasy world. I'm anonymous. Sa real life, they know me. Kilala nila ako. And they don't respect me. But when I get online, nasa fantasy world, haya, hataw na. I can be all I can be. I can live my life, that, my dream life that I wanted to live, but I was too shy to do it. I can have the friends I wanted to talk to, but in real life, wala kong guts na harapin ng mga ganyan na tao. So be aware of the lies. Don't be deceived. Even if you think that, oh, this person na kamit ko sa Facebook, friend ng friend ng friend ng friend ng friend ng friend ng friend ko. And you think that you're starting a relationship with this person, di mo alam na kala mo lalaki yan, babae na lang yan, babae yan. Or you thought that was, a, that was a girl, but that was really a boy. Kalokohan yung Facebook picture niya. You know, you, you just have to be aware. There are lies. And Satan will deceive you to make you think your life is not good enough now. Go online and become somebody different. It's a fantasy world. That's not community. That's not reality. So be aware of that possible danger zone. Number two is the truth of your motives. There's lies and fantasies, pero maging totoo tayo sa sariling nating motives. Check your motive. Why would you be honest? Because dun sa Facebook, honestly, it can tempt you to become very self-centered. On Facebook, it's all about you. Check my picture. Check yung comments tungkol sa akin. What's your motive? Is your motive, are you driven by the temptation to, to let the world go all around you and all about you? Are you tempted that you want everybody to like you and notice you? Do you have a secret motive? Na kung aaminin mo ngayon, doon sa mga 175 profile pictures, Ilan dyan is papacute lang, seductive, trying to draw people in to be attracted to you. You want to stir up discussion that people will like you. Remember what I said last week, it's very immature. Kung ikaw ay very affected by the criticisms or the praises of other people. If you are so steered and motivated because people made a good comment about you, and that makes your day, that makes your, you know, oh, wow, you feel good because maganda, encouraging your comments. Or if you feel really bad because someone said, hindi mo bagay, or hindi, you know, hindi cute, parang, if you feel so affected by what people say, then again, you need to grow matured. Because our lives should be living for a God-centered life, not self-centered. Or yung iba is they start stalking other people. Ano yung ibig sabihin, stalker? Na parang, you log on to Facebook not to check and talk about yourself, but you stalk other people. You go look at them and see what they said and sino mga friends nila. Where were they in those pictures? What were they doing? Are they better than me? And you even feel a secret heart motive of competition about the people you're stalking. So these are danger zones. And number three is a waste of time. Waste of your time. How many of you spent two hours last week? Three, four, six hours every day searching commenting and waiting for their reply, chatting. And it goes on and on because Facebook, 500 million people, you'll never have enough time to see all of them. 
And so you have to understand time is a resource that God redeemed and gave back to you to manage. So we have to be careful now we don't waste time. Jesus is not a waster. Even leftover bread, he would not waste it. But he gathered up. Even the leftover bread and fish, he would not waste. He gathered it up. Are we wasting time? Now, let me, that's, that's the danger zones. But let me give you the positive now, the sweet spot. The sweet spot of using Facebook. Okay, number one is to experience community. Now, define ko kanina about community. But you see, on Facebook, maaring na you feel connected, and we feel a sense of connectedness, pero iba yung community. Okay? Naintindihan mo yung pagkakaiba sa connect, being connected is marami kang friends, updated ka sa latest gossip. <laughs> and so you're connected. You're in the loop. You're in the know. You're even connected that 45 people greeted you on your birthday. Dahil siguro nag-pop up doon sa kanilang, ano, so mayroong reminder. Kung wala yan, they, will, they won't even think about you. Pero nag-pop up and then you were greeted by 45 people. And so you feel well connected. You even have uh, in your Facebook some mutual friends there. Maybe even politician or counselor of the city or someone. So you feel, ah, I'm connected. You know, Ortega is on my friends or, you know, I, I've got, uh, you know, you might feel so connected. But is that community? Is that sharing? Do you really have the, are they really your friends? Are all those people really your friends? Just because may permission to write on your wall? And you have permission to read their, their wall? You see, God invented friendships. So God knows how to do friendships. And Jesus loved all people. But he did not have friendship with everybody. Totoba. Jesus had a crowd of 5,000 people. He loved them all. But his congregation grew to about 500 people. And he had about 120 people that were really committed. And he had about 12 people that he really discipled. And he had three among the 12 that was really his pit crew that he connected and spent his life in community with a small group. I want to ask you this question, because this is the San Fernando Christian community. Are you doing life together with a small group like Jesus did? If you come on Sunday and you have a crowd, that the church here is close, getting close to Jesus had 500 people in his church in three, in three years. And we're, we're about to have our, what is it, ninth, 19th. Pero that's the long one. But if you take the crossover count since around 2000 to 2009, to about the 12th, 11th. So actually, uh, we're approaching 500. Okay, average about 400 or less than 400 on a, on a weekend. But... Do you do life with a small group like Jesus? You've got to have community. It says in Proverbs 13, 20, Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and get in trouble. How many of your Facebook friends are fools? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> John chapter 17, verse 21 Jesus prayed, I pray that they will all be one, just as you and I are one. And may they experience such perfect unity, community. May they experience, so be more experience, experience community. Then the world will know that you sent me and that you love them. In a Christian community, it's a statement. That God is alive and God loves you. And so as we come together, different people, we, we have a cell group together. We invite guests. 
the people in that cell group will know. God loves them. So I remember one of my friends na last Christmas, sabi niya na they have a gathering sa bahay nila and dumating yung relatives, yung ibang relatives, and they were all there sa bahay ready to have great Christmas dinner together. And then the host, yung, nag, yung host family, they went back to their room and just go on uh, Facebook the whole Christmas day. Kanyang-kanyang laptop, one over here, one over there, and like for Facebook, walang interaction doon sa family the, for the whole Christmas day. Ano ba yan? There they are trying to get intimate with people online while in fact actually ignoring the people that loves them and are right there in the same room with them. So we have to recognize that God wants us to experience community. Experience community. God created us for community. At ang plano ng Dios is the church will be your community. Walk with the wise. Walk with people. Community is, remember, it's living together with people that has a common interest or a common purpose. So the church is God's plan to provide community. Hindi ako against a Facebook, but that is not God's answer to our needs. Facebook is not the answer to the deep needs that you have. What if your love language is touch? Good luck with Facebook, huh? What if your love language, you know, is, is again, time? Okay, so online sila, you got 45 birthday greetings. Pero anong mas mahalaga sa'yo? Yung 45 birthday greetings doon? Or yung one or two or three friends who came to visit you at your house? You understand that community requires more than just a, a, a keyboard and monitor. Community requires some face-to-face -face connection. That's why we have cell groups. We, we, we serve God together on a ministry team. And if you have not yet experienced being on a ministry team, serving God shoulder to shoulder with other guys, with other people, working together for a common purpose, to make the Sunday service great, or to build church and reach others. I mean, if you have not experienced community in the context of God's family, His body, then akalamo, you're so connected, but you're actually a part of the body that's disconnected. The body grows by what every joint supplies. It's Ephesians chapter 4. It says that it's a joint is two parts coming together. And that two parts, you and me, she and him, they and them, connecting together, that's what makes the church, the body, grow. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 says, You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. You're a member. You're a member. And you're a member of the household of God. Hebrews 10, verse 24 and 25. Listen to this. Let us think. Now, if college students could think of Facebook in their dorm so they could have connections with their classmates, the Bible says, let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect meet ourselves meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another. Just like in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. Fellowship. It's almost like community. Okay? So that's number one. Number two... Doon sa ating Facebook, the sweet spot of using Facebook is to honor God using Facebook. Honor God sa iyong paggamit ng Facebook. We need to rethink about what is the purpose and how to use the internet. See? Because all of your life is supposed to be for God. 
Jesus bought you with a price. So we have to use all of our lives to honor him. No moment, not even five minutes or ten minutes, should we switch off being a Christian. Minsan, pag sa Sunday, you're a Christian. Sa cell group, Christian. But when I go online, am I still a Christian? Yung ilan dyan, you know you have a separate email address, a separate Facebook identity. You got another life somewhere. And you log off of your Christian life and log on to a worldly life where you can say what you want and be somebody that nobody knows you. But you know what? Everything you say and everything you do, God knows and sees. And it's recorded. The Bible says all of our, it's all recorded in a book somewhere. Now, did you know also that every comment you make online, na mo after a couple of days it washes away? No, it does not. Every comment, every picture, everything you say or type or write there online is stored permanently somewhere. Permanently. It's a bit more permanent. You think you can just forget about it or you can just make comments ng bastos, ng ungodly or worldly and no one will see it for long. No. First of all, many of Christians are actually behaving na para, his, para sila hindi Christian. And you don't know that your church members and your pastor can even see what you're saying and how you behave online. He gets a lahat. God can see. So if you're living an ungodly life, na para kang closet Christian, na hindi mo pinapahalata na Christian ka, na online, I'm just telling you that you're missing your purpose and you're hitting the danger zone. If you think you can switch off for a while, go on to an anonymous mode, you're missing your purpose. Your purpose is that you honor God with your life. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says, You are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, itong purpose, as a result, you can show others the goodness of God. You can declare His excellencies. So are you going to boost up God or be self-centered like the rest of the world? Sabihin ko, just do your online social networking with a mission, with a purpose to honor God. Let your mind, your mouth, your fingers, everything honor Him. Sabi sa Colossians 3 verse 17, whatever you do or say, sing it natin, or type, <laughs> or post, or comment, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. And it says in Psalms 19, verse 14, May the words from my mouth and the thoughts from my heart, pwedeng ising it dito, and the comments from my Facebook account, and the posts of my status updates, be acceptable to you, Lord. Number three, influence others. Each post, each picture, each comment that you make, you have an opportunity to make God famous to hundreds of people that might see that. Imagine the power, the voice, the influence, the platform. You're holding a microphone each time you put something there. You have the opportunity to broadcast the excellencies of God. And make God famous on Facebook. Are you doing that? Or are you just living a self-centered <laughs> fantasy world life? James chapter, uh, John, John chapter 12, verse 3. Jesus said, when I am lifted up from the earth, when I'm lifted up on Facebook, when I'm exalted and magnified, when I am amplified on Facebook, he says, then I will draw 
everyone to myself. The Spirit of Christ would be magnetic. As you lift up Christ in your life, in your posts, the Spirit of Christ will draw them and magnetize them to Him. So if you're having a bad day, you don't have to be so negative. You can say, well, it's a tough day, but God is there for me. You know, hallelujah anyway. You know, if your status update is now single, then it doesn't have to be a tragedy. You can say, you can put there, I'm focusing on serving God. I celebrate a single and true love ways. And you can just redeem, you know, everything that happens. Show the world that God is major involved in your life. You can make your being a Christian a public thing. And people will know. Use your Facebook account to invite people to church. You know, put there a, a link to the, the website and say, last Sunday was awesome. Go get the audio. Or this Sunday, every, you know, this, the topic this Sunday, it, church is going to be awesome this weekend. I invite all of you, personal invitation. I like Joel Osteen. You know, his congregation is about 30,000 and on the millions of people watching on TV. And he would always say, if you're ever in our area in Houston, just come visit us. I give you a personal invitation. He's, he's telling that to millions of people. But, you know, you can do that on your Facebook account. Hundreds of people might see what you write and give God glory. One thing more is as you notice other people, makikita mo yung comments nila, status nila, you can note if they need encouragement. You can note if they need prayer and how you can pray for them. If they need a contact for you to contact them or visit them to encourage them. He gets a lahat. Use Facebook to lead other people to add as friend Jesus. You know that? There's a, a friend recommendations that goes out. Have you ever seen that? It's a Facebook. May nag recommend sa yo Now you add this person as friend. Why don't you start recommending to your friends that they add Jesus as their friends, it is wise to be friends with people who are also friends with Jesus. It is wise to have mutual friends with Jesus so that you will experience community, honor God, and influence others. What changes do you need to make Say yung online activity? So twing pag log in mo. What 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 are you doing that's honoring God? And what are you doing online that is not honoring God? Friends, stay out of the danger zones. Develop community and have a real life, not just a fantasy world. Have a real cell group that you go to every week. Have people that you touch and hug and spend time with and connect face-to-face. -face. Don't just have only a, a fantasy world online. Playing Farmville. Mayaman ka doon. Gusto mo ba maging tagapagmana ka pero Farmville lang? Or yung mga online? You know, at the end of the day, that's silly. That's silly. That's, that's trivial. That's worthless. At the end of the day, when you're sick, you can't, someone sent you a Farmville medicine or something. You need, you need real people to be there with you and do life with you. You need a, you need a, a community. All right. Let's pray together right now. And just as you do some soul searching right now. Ask the Lord, what changes do I need to make? Father, search our hearts right now. This morning, you've seen the hands go up all over this room that people are sanay na sa Facebook, have so many so-called uh, friends, 
But Lord, you're the real friend. And you invented friendships. Gawin mo kaming align sa iyong kalooban tungkol sa Facebook. And Lord, we repent of wasting time with Facebook that is ungodly, worldliness. Lord, we just repent of that. And, and I ask you, Lord, to give us that mission that we're on Facebook with a mission. We have a purpose to, to lead people to know Jesus. Lord, use us by your Holy Spirit that every words and every comment will be acceptable in your sight and will influence others to honor you so that we might experience real community. Uh, Lord, I pray that our life will not be based on Facebook. No, our lives will be based on real community in Jesus, unity with Christ. And Facebook we can use as our slave, as, our, as a tool to fulfill your purposes. So, Lord, thank you for, for just aligning us. And Lord, we, we, we need you. And we trust you that you will lead us to lead others to know you and love you and serve you. We thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing in our lives. Thank you that we can even put our anniversary uh, events and church events online. And, Lord, I pray that you would use that to draw in more souls to know Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Sa lahat po nang di pa nakakilala sa akin, ako po si Justin. Mag-ano lang po ako sa tights and offering. Um, sino po dito yung mga nagta-tights? Yung hindi naman po nagta-tights. Huwag pong maya. Okay po. Mag- Magte-testimony lang po ako. Ako po, nung hindi ko pa alam yung ibig sabihin ng tights, ano po, pag nag-tights po ako, yung tira-tira lang, 10% na nga, 10% pa. <laughs> Tapos, kung ano lang po yung makuha ko sa bulsa ko, yun lang po yung lalagay ko sa tights envelope. Pero nung nalaman ko po yung ibig sabihin ng ng tights and offering na natuto po ako. Sabay-sabay po nating basahin, basahin yung verse. Honor God with everything you own. Give Him the first and the best. Sinasabi po dito na ibigay natin ng lahat. Lahat ng ng makakain natin. Ibigay natin yung first and the best. Yung nararapat na ibalik kay God. Kasi hindi naman po sa atin yun eh. Ibabalik lang po natin kay God yung 10%. Dapat nga po yung 100 yung ibabalik natin eh. Hindi naman po sa atin, to, sa atin yun. Pero binigay niya po sa atin yung 90%. Sa, ibabalik lang po natin yung 10%. Kung, kung nagbigay, nag, ibinalik po natin yung 10%, sigurado pong ibabalik niya rin po yung 100% sa atin. Kaya po, meron po akong dalawang dahilan para na dahil nag, nagtatights ako. Ibibigay ko po sa inyo yun. Kung, kung, kung mahal niyo po si God, magtights kayo. Kung ayaw niyo siyang pagnakawan, balik niyo sa kanya yung dapat niyang ma, dapat na may balik sa kanya, yung 10%. No po, sana po na-encourage kayo. Let's pray. <laughs> Let's pray. God, I pray sa sa mga lahat ng tao dito, Lord God. Lord, I pray na ibigay nilang nararapat na ibalik sa iyo, Lord God. Lord, salamat dahil magiging faithful tighter po mga ito. 
Salamat po dahil yung mga hindi nagtatights ngayon ay next week magtatights sila. Salamat Lord God dahil dahil kami binibigyan mo ng blessing Lord God. Salamat sa lahat Jesus name. Amen. Okay, magandang umaga sa ating lahat. Speaking of Facebook, have you updated yours? Ang iyong mga Facebooks? Ako hindi pa, matagal na. Sa mga walang Facebook, do you have one? Yan ang uh, persistent uh, question na natatanggap natin sa panahong ito. No? Maliban dyan, may nagsasabi, and uh, me personally, I experienced it, sabi nila, have you watched The Passion of the Christ? Sabi ko, unluckily. Hindi pa. Napanood mo ba yung, ano, yung laban ni Pacquiao at saka si Margarito? Papanoorin mo ba ngayon yung Donaire at saka Montiel? At uh, yun ang mga tanong nga. Pero I never encountered yung tanong na have you gone to the church? Or, you, or have you eaten the bread? Or have you drunk the, uh, the wine? prepared for us. What I'm trying to drive at is parang yung Lord's Supper hindi natin binibigyan ng halaga. Samantala, isa yan sa pinaka one of the instructions of God or Jesus Christ himself has uh, given us. Ganon din sana tayo bibigyan natin ng uh, priority yung uh, pagpapartake in coming together in partaking the Lord Supper. Ganyan po kahalaga. And uh, I'm basing it sa Lord Supper itong uh, 1 Corinthians 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse, verses 24 to 29. Pinaghandaan ko na kayo dahil napaka-importante ito. Ang sabi po dito, and uh, please allow me to read. Verse 23, For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord Himself. On the night when He was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this to remember me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant between God and, and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. 
Do this to remember me as often as you drink it. For every time you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are announcing the Lord's death until he comes again. So anyone who eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord unworthily is guilty of sinning against the body and blood of the Lord. That is why you should examine yourself before eating the bread and drinking the cup. For if you eat the bread or drink the cup without honoring the body of Christ, you are eating and drinking God's judgment upon yourself. So, ang Lord's Supper po ay dapat focused on serving God, focused on Christ himself. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you so much for coming together in this place, ready to partake the Lord's Supper. We know, dear Lord God, the importance of this uh, event in our lives. And uh, you deserve to be honored, God. All these things we ask in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to invite everybody for our anniversary celebration next weekend. All right, so uh, we just want to celebrate the goodness of God. And so we have a flyer here. It has the program on it. We have the Saturday activities and the Sunday activities. And you can get one of these for yourself, the UNSA uh, information table. At Xerox, and then give it to your friends and invite them. This serves as your invitation already, okay? But you don't have to be invited. You have to invite others, okay? Influence others. Facebook, But anyway, uh, the main thing I want to really encourage you to do is maging bahagi kayo ng hindi lang attender, kundi host. Maging bahagi kayo ng mga kasama sa mga mag-host or mag-sponsor ng booth. So may mga booths for carnival games, may booth for food if you want mag magtinda ka ng, ng snacks or any kind of uh, palamig or whatever. And then there's a booth na pwedeng, yung, in the past years we had a booth for massage, foot spa, we had a, a booth for parlor, papa makeup, face painting for the children, ballooning, okay, or you can bring your your laptop or have one of these TVs and you have a booth just to show funny YouTube videos or anything. So anything goes halos, but something to just create community. Remember, our goal is to bring people together with a common purpose 
and bring people together for a common celebration of our anniversary. So come on Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday, we still have our service, but before and after the service, we have so many great activities. So bring a friend, come. Also, next, sa- next Sunday is usually yung baptism. So uurong natin yun. We will push the baptism uh, one more Sunday in advance. So if you have cell group members who would like to be baptized, next, next Sunday, bring them for the water baptism. And the good news, I want to just give a short testimony. Now, last week we were praying that Zion will not have yung sinasabi nila na meron siya. This is a kind of enzyme deficiency. It's a, some kind of a sickness that is hereditary. And we've just been praying that kahit na yung first laboratory report says that he has that disease. We're just praying that that's not true. If he has that, God heals him. And we're just cl- claiming that's a lie. The truth is God's word says by his stripes you have been healed. We just believe that and stand on that word. And when we went to Manila the other Friday, after one week in results, itong past Friday, dumating yung results namin, wala siyang sakit. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Actually, kinubukasan, we went to the embassy and asked for emergency passport. Agad-agad na approve. Si Zion ay isang uh, U.S. citizen na. <laughs> Isn't that great? Just like that, very fast. And so, uh, that Bambi and Zion and I will travel to uh, the U.S. in March, March to April. So we'll be away, but the good news is we'll still be here. Every Sundays we will be here live by uh, webcam, by webcam. So we'll be still here joining you in the assemblies, having community with you. And you take the bread and the wine here, and we'll take the bread and the wine there. Okay, Vayan? And God has blessed us. We have a great lineup of preachers and speakers for, for the seven weeks that we'll be out. We've got Digi Antonio from the True Love Waits. We've got uh, Pastor Jerome from Caviti, a really funny guy. We've got um, David Bebot, a missionary from, uh, from Oklahoma. We have, we have, yeah, we have Joseph Tonkol. Uh, uh, one, he's a, actually a Asian missionary in Manila and he has his website you can look him up but he's a, a great teacher young guy young like like me younger than me and he's a young guy and he's he's gonna give a great message on grace we have Danny Bolino we have Henry Munar we have Pepper Maliare so we're gonna have a great 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 season ahead of great topics great preaching great fellowship great community in the Christian community. So bring all your friends to be a part of it. All right. God bless you. Have a great week.